Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just like randomly found me somehow, I am happy that you are here. You are in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, um, share it to your story or with a friend, and also be sure to follow all of my socials, which are all linked down below. I am super active on Instagram, even though I did delete TikTok, but we'll get into that later. So first, let's set the mood. It is currently like 8.34 p.m., and I've already taken my hot girl walk and I took a longer one today because I just was inside all day. Um, I had work and so I just wanted an extra long hot girl walk and then I had, I just had a little dessert yogurt bowl. Now I know a lot of people have yogurt bowls for breakfast, which is totally incredible and I love a yogurt bowl for breakfast, but I've lately been really enjoying them for like a dessert. So generally couple hours after dinner, kind of right before bed, I like to have a little something um, because I do wake up and the first thing I do is I work out and I run and I do things and I need some energy for that, um, but I don't like to eat at like 5 a.m. Um, so I like to have a little snack before bed and what I do is I put some plant-based yogurt and I use Kite Hill, um, not the Greek style, like they have different types and they have like a Greek style, but that stuff tastes disgusting. And even though there's like a lot of protein, I just can't, it's so not good tasting. Um, So I just have the regular unsweetened Kite Hill almond-based yogurt. And then I put in about half a scoop of chocolate protein powder Um, that's vegan. And then I top it with chocolate chips, cacao nibs, so like lots of chocolate if you can't tell. And then I like to add in some berries, some hemp seeds, and the protein powder I use is sweetened. But if yours is not sweetened, then definitely use some honey or agave to sweeten your little dessert bowl. And there you go. Like my entire philosophy around cravings and desserts and balance is if you're craving something, add on to it. For example, if you're craving, I don't know, toast, add on to toast, have, you know, protein and fat and fiber and like add on to it rather than just eating like a plain piece of bread, if you know what I mean. And since I'm a big chocolateaholic, um, I eat chocolate every single day, um, generally dark chocolate because that's just what tastes better for me. Um, I love to add it with nuts or fruit or some sort of way that it's providing more nutritional benefit to my body than just eating chocolate. Um, and I feel like it also helps like my my blood sugars balance out and it just makes my body feel a lot better. So if you are craving something right now, Um, definitely try and maybe make a dessert yogurt bowl, maybe add on to whatever you're craving because I find that it makes my body feel a lot better and it helps me be more in tune with what I am eating. Okay, so yes, I just had that. Um, I 
took a little shower. I have a candle going. I am sitting at my desk with my laptop and my microphone on and I have, you know, skincare on and I'm just going to pretty much record this episode and go to bed because I'm quite tired today. I'm also super sore because I have been switching up my Pilates a little bit doing like you know, progressively overloading with Pilates, which you can totally do. It's what I do. I don't weightlift anymore. Um, but I progressively overload and I'm so sore. My legs right now hurt so bad. And so yes, I'm a little sore. I might stretch before bed as well. Okay. So a high and a low. By the way, if, you, if you're new here, I'm sorry if you're like, wait, what's going on? So I always start off the podcast by welcoming everyone and then setting the mood, which is kind of like, so you know where I'm coming from. You can kind of picture where I'm, you know, talking into this microphone. And then I always kind of end the little introduction with a high and a low, um, just so I reflect upon my week and maybe it will inspire you to reflect upon your week. Um, so a high is I'm currently planning a super fun trip with my family and it's getting me so excited. I'm researching restaurants, museums, places to go, places to take cute Instagram pictures. You get the gist. I am so, so excited. Um, and we are going to the East Coast and I will tell you exactly where um, once plans get finalized and whatnot. And then a low is I had a pretty bad panic attack. Um, it started um, two days ago in the evening and it continued all day yesterday. And I haven't had panic attacks for a while, and I'm I was I'm pretty proud of myself for not having them as often as I used to. Cause last like in 2022 it got really bad. Um, I was having panic attacks almost like once a week, and generally on Sundays because that was the days where I wasn't like busy busy. I was able to like relax, and then it would all hit me, and I would have a really bad panic attack for the entire day. Um, and so. If you've listened to my podcast before, you would know that I really take inspiration from my life for podcast episodes. I feel like it's so much more helpful and I try not to be rigid with my podcast episodes. I try not to, I'm a big planner, but I don't really plan my podcast episodes out too far. I have ideas, I jot them down, but you know, I really wanted to talk about anxiety because this is something I struggled with literally just yesterday and it's something that all of us struggle with. And whether you're, you know, anxiously studying for an exam or you're anxious about a date with a boy or you're just anxious and you have no idea where this anxiety is coming from, which is how I was feeling yesterday, I feel like this episode could really help you. So my panic attacks, my anxiety sometimes comes from a result of a lot of stress and other times there's really no explanation. And I think understanding that sometimes you have no idea where these feelings are coming from, that's okay. For me, uh, my panic attacks, my anxiety attacks generally last around one to two entire days and I'm literally an anxious ball of energy. My stomach is swirling with anxiety. I find it hard to focus on anything and I tend to also like doom scroll a lot on social media and waste a lot of time because I like have no motivation to do other things. Um, Like I'll work out, but I'll go through the motions and I'll kind of do my healthy habits. But again, I'm going through the motions. I don't really care. And sometimes I even find it hard to do my normal healthy habits. So since I had one um, just very recently, I was using all the tips that I'm going to mention in just a minute. And while this did not like make the panic attack magically go away, there's no magic fix to a lot of anxiety or panic attacks. It can make it feel better. It can make you feel a little more empowered um, and have, you know, the tools to not go into negative coping strategies as, you know, 
everyone has some negative coping strategies. For me, that's doom scrolling. Sometimes it's mindless eating um, where I'm just eating things even though I'm not really hungry or I'm not listening to my body. Sometimes it's over-exercising where I will like walk and walk and walk because I'm just so anxious. Um, not being able to go to sleep. Like, you know, negative coping strategies are not great. And so um, that's why I wanted to make this episode. So maybe if you're feeling a little anxious or save this episode for a later time, um, jot some of these tips down. So maybe when you are feeling anxious, you could find some ways to cope with that anxiety and make it feel just a little bit better. So let's get into the episode. Okay, so first things first, stop trying to understand the anxiety. Now, I'm such like an analytical, mathematical person. I will sit over every single problem and try to figure out the why, the when, the who, the what, the where. Like, I will go through every single avenue for every single issue. You know, that's just me. And I feel like I'm not the only one. Um, even if you're not a math person, like, I feel like when you are feeling really anxious, when you're even having like a panic attack, you start questioning where did the anxiety come from? When did it start? How long will it last? What triggered it? Like you go through all these avenues, you're questioning it. And I feel like the more I think about being anxious, the worse my anxiety gets. Like I'm getting anxious about being anxious. And you think it's a little bit ridiculous, but it's actually the truth. I feel like before an exam, I am always like, no, I'm going to get anxious. So I'm anxious in preparation for knowing that I will be anxious on the exam. And, you know, it really just like bothers your mind. So my number one recommendation is if like, I understand a lot of people talk about like journaling through the anxiety. Um, I would say no, you can journalize and analyze anxiety and panic attacks after they happen. And after you're like on the other side, but during the panic attack, during the anxiety attack, overanalyzing your anxiety is just going to make your anxiety worse. So wait through the panic attack, wait through the anxiety to journal, to reflect about when triggered it and how you could cope with those triggers in the future. But don't try and overanalyze and calculate out when and where and how long your anxiety is because that's just going to make you more stressed out. Number two is move your body. So I'm a huge advocate for moving your body during any sort of you know, stressful times or, you know, a lot of anxiety, panic attacks, whatever will get you moving, whether that's yoga, Pilates, running, walking, biking. And for me, when I'm stressed out, I tend to do a lot more cardio. Um, I need something that will lift my heart rate, that will challenge me. So I tend to run some more and walk more because I just need something that will get me out of the house and get me really moving and breaking a sweat. Um, not so much walking as running, but you get the gist. I want to just be able to get rid of all of that anxious energy. So I understand that if you're feeling a little bit out of sorts and you just feel like so unmotivated, just go for a walk. Like listen to me right now and go for a walk um, because you just need to move your body in some way and it doesn't need to be crazy. What Whatever you can bargain with your mind to do, like, okay, I'll just do 15 minutes of yoga. That's a start. That's movement. But sitting and scrolling through your phone or doing other negative coping strategies isn't going to necessarily help. The endorphins or high that you feel after exercise will really help to immediately lower your stress and then a consistent workout routine. So if now if you do this, you know, every single day will improve your mental and physical health long term. So I feel like during the panic spell, the panic attack, the stressful time, 
workout, but also be working on creating a consistent workout schedule, which I can completely make up entire podcast episode on how to be consistent with working out. But be consistent with working out and being consistent allows you to handle stress a lot better long-term. It helps your mental health. It helps your physical health. So I would highly recommend for you to start working on creating some healthy habits and being consistent in your workout routine. Number three is get outside in nature without headphones or earbuds or your phone. And I'll tell you why I exclude headphones, earbuds, and your phone in a couple of seconds. But first off, nature is a stress reliever. A Harvard study published in 2019 said that 20 minutes or more in nature helped to drastically reduce stress. If you can move your body and get in nature, this is a time and anxiety saving tool. I like to take a walk, run, or do Pilates outside to kind of get the double like bang for my buck. Now, we get to the reason why I said without headphones or earbuds or your phone. So I noticed this with myself and I bet that I am not the only one. Over the past couple weeks, I've been feeling more anxious and I had a panic attack a couple days ago. And I was thinking about, you know, I was moving my body. I was getting outside. You know, I was doing, I was doing the shebang. Problem. So instead of like enjoying the nature or just being mindful of going outside on a walk, I had headphones on and I was hunched over my social media, scrolling through TikTok, editing a reel, checking my emails, listening to music, yada, yada, yada. This is not a one-time thing and I got in the really bad habit of constantly being on my phone while I was walking over the past month. And When I was anxious and going outside in nature, I was destroying the benefits of less anxiety since I was making myself more anxious by being overstimulated with my phone and headphones. Listening to music or even a podcast is sometimes okay when you're on a walk, but I really would limit this when you're feeling particularly anxious. This morning, for example, I took an entire walk outside without headphones on, the first time that I've done so in a while. It felt really nice to just listen to the birds and listen to the morning sounds rather than music or a podcast. Of course, I still do, and I literally just did a hawker walk with a podcast on, but if I'm feeling out of sorts or anxious, I take a step back, and I highly recommend for you to do the same. So if you have been, you know, always taking your hawker walks, your runs with music or headphones, Maybe if you're feeling anxious, not have that overstimulation and just listen to nature and just enjoy being in it. And even if you aren't anxious or stressed out, um, maybe kind of what I'm doing is like half of my walk, I'm listening to music or a podcast and the other half I'm listening to nature. It's a good in between because I do love my podcast and I'm not perfect, but if I'm anxious, I am just not going to be listening to music and overstimulating myself in nature because I want to be in nature to be in nature. I don't want to destroy the purpose by being on my phone the entire time. I also really like grounding myself in nature. So this is when you sit or step or lay in the grass, look at the flowers, look at the trees, look at the animals. Nature is incredible and it has a lot of qualities to relax and heal. So take like a little break from computer work, from schoolwork, from your job and just go outside and like look at a tree. Just think about the tree. And I know this sounds completely crazy and very hippie, but I promise you that it really does help. Number four is deep breathing. So deep breathing or other breathing slash meditation exercises are super helpful to practice whether or not you're having an anxious day. It has been proven that deep breathing can reduce panic attacks and anxiety. Even just a few minutes of breathing really helps. 
So I really like to box breathe. That is when you breathe in for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, you breathe out for four seconds, and then you hold for four seconds. This is my version of box breathing, so let's do it together. Let's breathe in for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. Breathe out for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. Doing that a couple of times lowers your sympathetic nervous system. And I really do like box breathing and you can do it silently, like even in a classroom, you don't need to make a ton of noise. Um, and that's why I really like it. Um, and then I'm also trying to be consistent with meditation, um, which meditation is very much deep breathing and focusing on grounding yourself and the breath. And I make a lot of excuses for a lack of time. Um, just being completely honest, I haven't been super consistent with meditation and I know though that I have like five to 10 minutes per day to commit. So this is something I'm working on and maybe you're going to also be inspired to start working on deep breathing and meditating with me. So definitely DM me on Instagram and let me know. Hi love, I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Digital Eating Disorder Recovery Journals have been launched by me. If you're struggling with an eating disorder, trying to recover, or just do not have a good relationship with food and your body, then this digital recovery journal is for you. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you are fueling your body, along with intuitive eating training, different challenges, and lots of journal prompts. You can use the code LOVELYWITHLANAPOD for an extra discount, and you can find the journals linked in the link tree down below. Let's get back into the episode. Number five is take a break from socials, even uninstalling some apps. So again, in the title, I said I uninstalled TikTok, and I did. I feel like I've been spending way too much time on there. I'm getting really sucked in, and as a creator, it's really disheartening to like see the algorithm not favor your content. And I'm not doing this like, oh, I wasn't, I didn't get viral. It wasn't just that. I was noticing that I was constantly getting shadow banned, and videos were getting randomly deleted, even though they were like not. They, like all my videos are like 100% appropriate. Like literally my, my mom and my dad watch my videos. So of course they're going to be appropriate. And so it was really disheartening. And honestly, I was just getting into the doom scrolling trap. Um, especially when I get anxious, I would just go on TikTok and scroll for hours. And that did not make me feel better. It made me feel worse. And so I decided I'm going to uninstall TikTok and I don't know if I'll ever get it back. Um, I didn't really like the app for many reasons and I feel like Instagram is a lot more personable and even though they have reels and whatnot and I still love creating um you know short form videos and whatnot but it just does not make me feel good and I know a lot of people probably are listening to me like yeah TikTok does not make me feel good so this is your sign to uninstall TikTok or uninstall the app that's just not working for you um Instagram doesn't give me that for some reason and I don't know if it's because it's like there's stories and posts and I have like friends on there and it just feels more real almost. I don't know. I know some people like Instagram is so curated. For me, I find it a way better app for my mental health than TikTok because it's not all doom scrolling. I also set some limits on my Instagram and my YouTube usage, even though I never really abused them in the ways I use TikTok. Um, so do a little social media detox, whether that's, you know, one app or all of them for at least a short while. Um, whether or not you're having a lot of anxiety right now, just take a break and see how you feel because you might notice that you free up a lot of time and anxiety. Um, and so with all that extra time, you could 
go work out, paint, bake, spend time with family and friends, and you're just going to be a lot calmer and happier. So I definitely recommend you to take a little social media detox, whether that's just deleting one app like me um, and staying on all the other apps or deleting all your apps or, you know, not going on social media on Sundays, like whatever that works for you. I've done a lot of different social media detoxes over the years. I've taken a month entire break from social media. I've taken Sundays off. Right now I'm just deleting TikTok because that's the only app that's making me feel bad. And so, you know, think, maybe journal on that question, you know, what social media doesn't make me feel good and take a little break from it. Um, I'm not saying like delete your account and like never go back. Just, just take a week or a month break and see how you feel. Number six, especially when you're anxious, is do something creative. So as someone who convinced herself that I'm not a creative person, I realized that this was all wrong. When I'm anxious, one of my favorite ways to reduce stress is being creative. For me, that means drawing in my journal or playing the piano. Over the past couple months, my journal went from black and white, just plain, you know, plain journaling entries to lots of colors. I draw and color lots of different things, little sketches, little doodles for my day, especially early in the morning or late at night. It helps me to kind of unwind, relax, and just find a creative outlet that's not on the phone and digitally um, because social media and podcasting is one of my biggest creative outlets, but I also want to do things that are outside of that. I also do like to play the piano and I'm considering trying painting. So do whatever you know makes you feel creative, whether that is drawing, doodling, writing, painting, baking, whatever makes you feel most creative, do that, especially when you're anxious, because I find that it really does help. And finally, number seven is allow yourself to express the anxiety. So personally, I hate expressing emotion, especially if it's negative. If it's positive, I'm okay with it. But if it's negative, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and talk all about my problems and put my problems onto other people. I'm a very independent person, and so for so long, I just kept all of my feelings and anxieties bottled up, and I had an incredible professor, and I'm like kind of tearing up because I'll never really have him again. Um, He was there for me like when I was having a really, really bad panic attack, and he was the one that told me like, you bottle it up, it's just going to explode, so just talk to me. Tell me what you're feeling, and I've never had a teacher care about me so deeply Um, that he would, you know, be willing to take a lot of time out of his day to talk to me while I was like a sobbing mess in organic chemistry lab. That is a completely different story. But, you know, panic attacks hit and, you know, some people understand how they're like and most of the time they're really empathetic. So for me, I tend to express panic attacks in a lot of different ways. Um, And I've gotten way more okay with expressing panic attacks as well and expressing the anxiety that I feel. So sometimes I cry. Sometimes I feel numb. Sometimes I want to vent and talk it out to a friend. Sometimes I want to pound it out on an outdoor run. So I allow myself to feel the anxiety. And sometimes accepting the anxiety is all it takes for you to start feeling a little bit better. Just remember that when you're anxious, be extra kind to yourself. Take some time to get ready, pamper yourself, put on your favorite outfit eat a healthy but delicious comfort food, do things that make you feel calmer and happier because, you know, you're going to get through this anxiety. It's not that deep, even though right now I know it feels like the world is crashing down. Um, I literally was in your shoes like a day ago, so it will pass, I promise. Um, And I hope that you loved this episode. And this is your reminder that like 
I totally get how you feel and I'm here for you. And I hope that all of these tips helped or will help you in the future for an anxious filled day. Be sure to follow me on all of my socials linked down below. Um, follow and rate this podcast, share it with someone who may love it and check out the Healed Digital Eating Disorder Recovery Journal also linked down below. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. And before I quickly end the episode, I do have a poll um, to kind of see what length of episodes you like best, whether, you know, you like, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute, whatever length that you like. Um, be sure to, this is, this poll is only for Spotify. So if you're on Apple, I'm very sorry. Um, but if you're on Apple, DM me on Instagram and say, what kind of length episode do you like the best, um, you know, minutes wise, just so I know what you guys want. And so I can tailor my podcast to fit you. All right. Well, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.